Hey everyone, my name is Lisa. Welcome to King Worldwide, where we teach how to live God's way in every area of life and is always victorious. Today, um, this message I'll tell you ahead of time is going to be strong. It's not going to be roller skating around the, the um, garage. This is going to be about, are we willing to obey God and his word? And this message basically changed my life. And maybe several years I wasn't willing to um, follow it, but it kept getting in my spirit and it changed me. So I wanted to let you know that it's not for the weak. It's those that who, who want to go on with God, who want to live a victorious life in every area. And that's what, that's what this is about. So God has great things in store for us. And for those of us who are obedient to him and love him with our whole heart, not just a little bit here and there. We'll talk about that. So let's look at Isaiah 48, 17, and 18 in the Amplified. I am the Lord your God who teaches you what is best for you, who directs you in the way you should go. If only you had paid attention to my commands, your peace would have been like a river, your righteousness like the waves of the sea. Our God loves us so much. He is not the one that is causing challenges or um, causing people to miss it. We are. And people say all the time, well, I don't know what's going on. I, well, the answer is to get in the word. The answer is found in the word. And that's what happened. If, when we make a quality decision to heed God's word and obey his word, we will enjoy life every day. And it's victorious because that's what happened in my life. And this has been going on for eight years. So and it's because of the comfort of the Holy Spirit. It's because of the, um, the spirit of the living God. When we lay down our life unto him, he blesses us immensely. All right, let's see through God's word what else he says about walking with him and obeying him. John 5, 46 through 47. You can see them on the board um, if you wanted to write them down for later. So Jesus said, For had you believed Moses, you would have believed me, for he wrote about me. If you believe not Moses' writing, how should you believe my words? Jesus said. So this is saying that the word of God has all the answers and directions. The word of God is the answer to everything. And he was, Jesus was talking to the Pharisees. Why? Are, if you don't believe what Moses has written down and he wrote about me, where, you're not going to believe what I have to say. And that's really the truth. And let's go on to the next um, scripture. Oh, I think that's, yeah, the next scripture. If anyone intends to, wait a minute, I apologize. I thought there was more. That's good. That's good. That's so funny. All right, Mark 8, 34, and then we're going to do 8, 35. If anyone intends to come after me, Jesus says, let him deny himself, forget, ignore, lose sight of himself and his own interest. Take up his cross and follow me. Um, for those of you that maybe think take up your cross means suffer, 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 that's not what it means. It means crucify your flesh and live in agape love. And the suffering, the only suffering that we should be doing if we are is persecution for the word's sake. Everything else, Jesus took care of. So when we take up his cross and follow it continually, so for what, so for whoever, and I know this is just kind of dry, but it's, it really is the truth. When we let it get to our spirit, it's the answer that will change us. Whoever wants to save his natural life will lose it. And whoever gives up this natural life for God's sake and the gospels will save his higher spiritual true life 
which is the kingdom of God. Excuse me. I'm excited to get to the end. So friends, it's nice to hear messages on how to live God's way. It's nice to learn how to sow and reap. It's nice to learn how to heal the sick, raise the dead. It's not, it really is amazing to learn what Jesus did and how to do those things. However, true victory, the way Jesus walked in true victory was by the spirit of God, the anointing of God. And he didn't do anything on his own. John 5, 19, John 5, 30. You can read those. True victory in every area of life, God's way, is daily choosing Luke 14, 33 from the Amplified. And I'm going to read it. Jesus says, so then any of you who does not forsake, renounce, surrender claim to, give up, say goodbye to, all that he has cannot be my disciple. Do you know what this is saying? He's meaning what he says. If we're not willing to forsake, renounce, surrender, claim, give up the things that we desire. If we're not willing to do that for Jesus and for God, I'm going to be real. We will never walk in total victory. The reason why my life has changed with evidence of all the fruits of the Spirit in operation is because it was, I wish I could say that I was a good person and I, I laid it all down. No, I was frustrated. I was at the end of a season in my life at age 42 and I wasn't going to do life anymore that way. And I just gave it to God. I did forsake, forsake all. I did renounce all, surrender claim to, give up dreams and desires and just let God tell me. There's nothing wrong with dreams and desires. It's when we don't get in the word and spend time with God and forsake our own. Until we forsake our own, we can't hear what God has for us. A lot of us think that we know what God's what God wants us to do. It's deep in our heart and we're bubbling up. When it's from God, he makes the way. So if we have dreams and goals that haven't happened, we need to be in the word of God because something else must take place before that takes place or it's not the right thing. There is no such thing as God's word failing. It's we're the ones that fail. So what Jesus is saying, we settle this in our heart with God. And a lot of people say, I'm willing to give that up. I'll give that up. I'll give that up. Or, or I can't give that up. I can't forsake all. I have a family. That's a problem. God would not ask you or me or anyone to do it if it didn't include our family, our jobs, our careers, or whatever. It's, it's Each person is individual because what might be, you know, seem impossible for you would seem so simple to me. And what might seem so simple to you might be impossible to me. So it's not about judging what anyone else is doing. And you can't say, well, Lisa, you're, you don't have this or that. or Don't even give me the excuses. This is for everyone, and this is from the Lord, because he wants everyone to live in victory. We won't even be able to hear God's voice and walk in the higher realm when we're not living in the spirit. Once we do make this decision, and it could be just simply someone is addicted to coffee. I'm not going to start pointing fingers at addictions or anything, but anything that we can't give up, we're that is taking a hold on us. 
If we can't put down our smartphone, if that is the first thing we grab every day and that's all we look at all day, except for 30 minutes with the Lord, it is a problem. And if this isn't condemnation, this is to speak the truth to all of us so that we hear that hear it from the Spirit of God and, and let the Holy Spirit help us to lay it down. It's not about the things that we're holding on to. It's about those things are preventing God's voice and God's total victory from coming through. And the thing is, I did not know when I went through these steps that on the other side of that is a hundreds of thousands of millions of times better life than I've ever had before. And it's not necessarily material, although material things are better. It is an inner understanding and joy and peace that bubbles up all the time. And it's beyond natural exp expression because people are, when you can explain things to people in the natural, they only know from their natural joys getting a new car, a new house, a new baby. And of course, baby would not be included there, but like something material. Um, it, it doesn't compare. Living with God and letting him be God in our life, he doesn't say, obey me so that you live like boxed up. He says, obey me so I can show you how great this life is. But the thing is, we're going to probably talk about this more over the next couple of weeks. If we aren't willing to give it up, we can't even begin to see how great God has what he has for us. And so that's why we always talk about get in the word, get in the word, spend time with him. So we daily make adjustments to fit our life around the word of God. This is something that we all must do. It is not about having a life and let me try to fit the word in. When can I fit the word in? No, it will not. It will not be number one that way. It's number two, number three, number four. It is, I'm going to do the word and I'm going to do the word every day at this time I'm going to spend time with the Lord and it doesn't matter about children or not we all have the same 24 hours we all decide but when you make that time with the Lord he will move things for you and he loves us so much that he just wants everyone to know this is real it is the best life Jesus was the example but a lot of people think oh well that's Jesus I can't be like that well first of all the Holy Spirit was in Jesus and that's what helped him do it and he did everything his father said and that's why his life was great it wasn't because he was Jesus and I'm not being disrespectful he's our brother he he wants us to know that he's an example of us so that we can do the same thing and we all grow every day so no one's perfect or anything like that but it is doable it is doable to live in victory every single day in regards to finances, peace, joy, relationships, friendships, um, finances, everything. But we will never know what God has for us unless we're willing to surrender things, our desires and our interests. And it usually is a day, everyday decision. You can make a decision that I'm going to put God first and then other things might come up. And if you don't reset and make God first again, yes, then it will just, it will just be, go it to waste. And it won't, the liar's number one play is to distract us. Distract us from getting in the word and spending time with God. So when you, if you have a calendar, you might use a Google calendar or even Franklin planner. People maybe don't use that anymore. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Whatever calendar you have. And if you, I have it in my Google calendar and I had it, I've had it since for 10 years. 
And even though I don't do the time in the Word exactly that same time every day, it is the first thing I do. And it's in my calendar as pray in the Spirit, time in the Word. And it is a block. And it is first. And if, we, if we're not thinking, okay, moving everything around the Word of God, then it's not first place. And that's why Christians have been missing it. And that's why there's bondage. And that's why there's... Um, challenges they're going to be challenges in the world but when we make god first place time with god first place it's a miracle what happens but he sets everything up the spiritual realm is set up for us there was a lot of things going on a couple weeks ago and i just said the lord i asked the lord i said i'm going back to what you told me when i first quit my job and that is four or five hours a day in the word and you don't have to do that but let me just tell you there were things that I needed to do on my computer. There's a lot of things I have to always do, but I'm not going to even go into there. Plus mentoring people. And I said, Lord, I know your word is the answer. I spend time with him every day praying, but I knew that the liar wouldn't want me to spend more than two hours in the word. And I know in the flesh, it would feel like, oh my goodness, you have this, this, and this to do. And each of those things takes three hours. So three times three times three, that doesn't give you enough time, Lisa. And the Lord said, you go for it. Meaning, I asked him, I said, can this, can everything be moved on the calendar today to do this time in the word? And I kid you not, after the second, third hour, of course, that's my favorite thing to do. I personally love it, but I didn't always. But I tell you, when I got finished and then I got to my office to do the things I needed to do, what I thought was going to take nine hours in the natural, literally, it takes that much time to, I was going to have to split it up for several days. All those assignments. We're done in one hour. That is 60 minutes. And you might say, well, you just learned how to do it. I'm telling you. I learned that from Sister Gloria when she was, Brother Copeland was out preaching and she was home raising the kids. And she heard Brother Hagen say, a tithe of your time in the Lord. But she learned that she was going to do just a certain amount of reading in 30 days every morning before she did the housework, the cleaning. And the kids, the, they were babies. And what she said was that after the second day of making that decision and doing it, she would be, she, so she divided up the reading in the 30 days. So it was probably a couple of hours of reading in the word. So she would go through, I'm just trying to say, so she finished her two hours. She took care of the kids, finished her two hours. And I think she said she finished by noon of that day. And she had already had the clothes washed, the kids fed, the kids washed, all these things. It is not explainable in the natural if you will take it by faith and just do it put prove you know how malachi says um for about the tithe prove me now herewith you have to prove it you one will never know unless they prove it but it has to be with a good heart and you have to say i serve you lord show me do it if you don't if you don't give him a chance to do it we will always yes he redeems the time thank you that's the word yes thank you if we don't, he, we just keep getting frustrated and trying to spin our wheels and spin our wheels and don't ever use the excuse that someone's not married, someone's, you know, doesn't have kids or someone has 20 kids and this, it, you, it's God. Go to God. When people make excuses, that means they're not really, their head, their heart's not really in it. And the whole thing about this is our heart has to be all in and God knows our heart. And he's very gracious with us. When I first started, when I was working my job and I did a tithe of my time, in the word, eyes on the page. Eyes on the pages. It's very important. It's eyes on the pages. It's not just 
listening to the word of God. It's not just listening to sermons. It's, it was, too, I'm saying this because a lot of people think, oh, I give a tithe of my time. It's eyes on the pages with God alone with him. And it's not a competition. That changed me. But the Lord made my job different. The Lord made my exercise different. The Lord made everything different because I put him first. And I was willing to lay myself down and be like, you know what? Who cares about Lisa? Who cares what people think? Everything I did in terms of the job, if I was going to spend a couple hours a day in the work, like three or four hours a day, I took a day off. The Lord is not unethical. But there were many times that I used vacation days to spend time with the Lord and he redeemed the time. And he took me out of that corporate job because he needed me 100% full-time serving him and helping people. And how grateful I am that I do not have to follow anybody else's rules but the Holy Spirit because he's the best. However, I do know what it's like for two solid years, that's what, 700 days, to serve God in his perfect will on the corporate job. And that is what King Worldwide is about, doing the same thing on the job. Because until we live in the spirit on the job, the Lord cannot promote us anywhere else. Because he needs us. He needs to be in these places where we are and we need to allow him. But if we're all caught up about our numbers or our results or us making more money, then there's nothing wrong with results and making more money. It's not us making... God already has the best. If we would get out of the way, he already has double and triple the amount for us. But if we don't get out of the way and we think we got to make it, oh, God can't make more sales for me. That is so insulting. But he did. He did for me and he still does today. And he does for you. So this whole message is about being honest with ourselves because I'm not, I don't need any answers. Be honest with ourselves. How, what, what's holding us back from even spending more time with God? And he will tell you, get up and go when it's time. And it's a great, it's a great, great, great life. And he wants, that's what he, that's what he planned for all of us. Okay. I love y'all. See you soon. Okay. Bye.